What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Sarlacc Digest, a podcast bringing you lying talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. This is that was all, me. Uh, that was Scott. <laughs> I think he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. Oh, dude. This is our 79th episode being recorded on June 17, 2020. We are still social distancing. We are in remote locations across California and uh we do have a special guest, which we'll get to in right in a minute, which is in the opposite opposite side of our country. But uh, we are also on Skype, so again, lag is going to ensue. I'm hoping the audio quality is okay for everybody. If anybody in chat that we're going on, just let us know, and we can try to, to adjust it on the fly. So with that, I am your host, Darth Moocher, and I'm joined with Scott Woo-hoo. Solo. Hey, what's up, nerds? Uh, Bootleg Joe. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Fanboy Mike is joining us again. Well, I missed last episode, but here we are again. Yeah. So here it is. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> and we have uh, the two other guys are missing today due to work and other personal um, uh, things. things that are going on. So we're going to miss them today. But uh, joining us in their place is a special guest, Eric Arania. Did I say that right? You did. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Good job, Marco. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so Eric joins us from which we're all kind of involved. You know, everybody knows that that's listened to us, especially Ernie that's not with us today um, in the toy world. So Eric kind of joins us in this toy world and he has some, you know, there's that link to from Hasbro uh, to Star Wars to us. So it goes from Eric to Hasbro to Star Wars to our shelves <laughs> are, are you playing six degrees of separation i am i am um eric is not he's nice. a he was a we'll let him talk and everything and uh but he, he was a former hasbro employee but now he uh runs his own site or he's partnership with a uh, is a uh, his own kind of line and action figures that he does called boss fight studio so uh i will put the link in the description below so everybody please check that out but eric again welcome to our little show here what we do Thank you. I'm I'm excited to be here. Uh, I, I rarely get to uh, talk about Star Wars. I think I've only ever done one other Star Wars podcast, and oh, that wow. was years ago. Um, I've done tons of GI Joe and tons sure. of uh, other stuff, and we do a lot of boss fight ones and lucha and all that stuff. But not not. I don't usually get to come on and talk about Star Wars. Oh, so. that's all we do. Doesn't it feel good? <laughs> it, it does. It does. Feel good. Uh, I. Yeah. I have a complicated relationship with Star Wars. <laughs> yes, <actually>. liberating. So. <laughs> we could talk about that later. On. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's a, again, I have a I have a question on that that we'll bring up in, when we get into your history and everything. But um, uh, I know Scott had reached out to you um, because, of course, he's a big GI Joe fan, and I, I know that you've worked on GI Joe. Um, Joe and you're fan. probably a big GI Joe fan as well, and everything. Uh, and so I am. So we all are. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So I'm glad that uh, you came on and i'm glad that he reached out to you on that so was reading your bio and you like you're in the action figure world and the toy world but you didn't start that way right you started with a different thing and you said and you, it was said that you fell into this so how did you fall into the toy world yeah i um i i went to college for um comic books for sequential okay. art and that, that's what my degree is in 
um, draw, drawing, inking, writing comics. And um, I uh, was, while I was trying to break into comics, I like my, um, she was my girlfriend at the time, huh. now my wife. Uh, we moved to New York City and we, like, we moved to New York with no jobs, no nothing. Like, we were, like, just as, risking. As you do. <laughs> yeah. And we just, right. like, you know, we were just, like, we're, while we were, like, doing these hourly jobs, we were trying to break into comics. And then an opportunity popped up to do some toy design work. Okay. And we were toy collectors. I had, we had this, both of us combined, we had this enormous collection of toys. And I was a toy customizer. Okay. So I was always like thinking about this stuff and I've been a toy customizer since I was a, a, a kid okay. with GI Joe. Sure. Like, I, I was like one of those kids who took my Joe's apart and repainted them, you know, before, <laughs> here, here. Yeah, before <laughs> yeah. it was like a thing. Gotcha. And, um, I, uh, so I like to say that while I was trying to break into comics, I tripped and fell into toy design and it was a good trip. So I stayed. Um, and it was, it, I, I've actually, couldn't be happier than good having found toy design instead of comics because gotcha. uh well for any number of reasons sure but the, the end result is i i love designing toys i love creating uh toys and it's been fantastic okay i love i love that we we start off in in one on one path but but something leads you another way and you're just like yeah you know what this is what i absolutely love and i applaud that yeah, yeah it was um it was actually a thing uh, one of my professors in college in back in Georgia, um, they they kind of pushed that just because you're trying to break into comics as a penciler, mm -hmm. but you end up being an inker, that's okay. Right. Like you you shouldn't feel like you failed or anything like that. So sometimes you find a different path on the, right. when you're looking for one path, you find a different one, and it's just as yeah. good or better. Yeah, I guess it's that knowing when to kind of uh, steer the ship in that direction. Um, I, I was, t I know, like uh, Scott and I always talk about Drew Struzan as he's our f one of our favorite artists, uh, hands down, as far as like in the poster world and and just traditional art. And um, he had this thing, and it kind of resonates with me. That kind of goes along with what you're saying is that he went down one path, and then he decided, look, I need to make money, so <laughs> he. <laughs> he he became a a poster artist by mistake because he needed to feed himself and it yeah. fell and he became one of the best in the in the entire world. So, um, knowing when to steer that ship into a different direction, a to be happier to what you know doing something that you love to do, wake up in the morning and if it's not a job, that's awesome. Um, and then b having the smarts to actually like identify like look, I can uh, uh, this I'm going this direction and it still feels just as good as my you know direct you know my first path i guess you know a lot yeah. of people don't they they stay pigeonholed and they stay on that path and um they just stumble yeah just stumble. and they're miserable at it too you know yeah. it's like you know and uh so yeah that's that is, that is cool i like that um i have you know so some of my best friends work in comics because you know people i knew in college sure. and you, you, they made it into comics and um even though their success, like success in comics is so different than success in other, like a successful comic penciler or writer or anything is still pushing and fighting for that job every 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't have that in me. Like, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, when you got into now from doing the customs that you said, custom action figures to designing uh, action figures, 
was Hasbro your first job that you like your first kind of break into that or did you have other companies that you worked for and then led up to Hasbro and also no. what did you do for them oh wow my my first gig in the toy industry was Hasbro okay and it was a Darth and I'm getting the I'm gonna totally butcher this name Uh-oh. it was a Darth Malaval Malgus Malgus no no it was, no, not Malgus. <laughs> it was from a I, I want to say it was an a seven pack of the Joker squadron from the uh, what were the comics at the time that with Cade Skywalker and Oh, the legacy series, the legacy series. And it was the, it, my first job was the, um, the Sith Lord. That was a squid head. That was a, um, okay. Quarren. Yeah. yeah, Quarren. yeah yep. I still call them squid heads. No, that's on a, of but course. yeah, it was that. That was my first job, and then I think that was quickly followed up by a comic pack of a Quarren, which is, by the way, Quarrens and um, Mon Calamari are my favorite aliens in Star Trek. Okay, uh, Star Wars. Oh, so was, no, I'm kidding. Oh, I got that. What are you doing? He's okay. He's okay. I'm a big Star Trek fan too. Yeah, um, I know. I, so, oh, I, dude. <laughs> They're, they're my favorite aliens in Star Wars, like visual. Like I, I always loved those figures as a kid, Admiral yeah. Ackbar and and Squidhead. Um, and um, I uh, so getting to do those and the comic pack was the I'm um, Iptism and oh I can't remember the other name, but it was it was a it was a Quarren and a Mon Calamari X-wing pilots. Oh, cool. Pack. And what what so, year what year is this? Do you know? Oh, like off. Offhand, I do not. Okay. It was probably 2004-ish. Yeah, okay, because I was like, I don't remember those packs because I had stopped collecting right after episode two. So, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, just because of the, the 15th Farm Boy Luke, I was just like, okay, I yeah. am I am done. But uh, I'm sure Scott might have some of your work in there, in, in that world. Oh, are you I've got all <laughs> I know he does. Yeah. yeah, that was rhetorical. I, I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because I actually my, my favorite thing to do while I was on Star Wars, um, I mean, I, I love doing all the characters yeah. and everything, but my, my favorite thing to do was to, and probably be partially because of my comic book background, is I am taking the comic characters and like in my head reversing the design mm. to what they would look like if they were real. Okay. Like if they had been in the movie, what would they look like? Right, right. And I, I loved doing that as a, as a creative uh, process and exercise. Like I, I just that was my favorite thing to do was to work on the comic book stuff. Wow, that's um. Oh, that's dope. So was that your primary job? Is the the concept art of the actual figure? Like they came and said we need these figures, and you had to come up with the pretty much the look of the figure. Is that what you? Is that what you did? Initially, that was what I did. Yeah, okay. I they would just come. They would call me up and they'd be like, "We need this character, this character, this character," or and I would design the parts. I would basically at, at the time I didn't have a Cintiq or anything like right. that. It was light box, tracing paper and scanning everything and putting putting it together and <laughs> compositing it together in the computer. Like it was this long giant process. And sure. at the time, um, the 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 work quickly snowballed. From Star, it would and it started to include tons of Star Wars work and tons of GI Joe work. Okay. At the time, it was GI Joe the 25th anniversary, and um, Star Wars was coming up to Clone Wars. Clone Wars hadn't started yet. Right. But um, 
and uh, my my son was a newborn, and I came home and stopped. I stopped working. I left my job, and I literally would. My 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 wife had a job at an architecture for, architectural firm, and she would go to work in the morning, and I would work all day holding my son in one arm and drawing wow. on the light box and stuff like that, like all day. Yeah. And then my wife would come home, we'd make dinner and then we would both like scan pages and we would start putting it all together. And then she started getting work <laughs> and it just like was this quick snowball of, it literally was like, went from a year of us not making any money and working like, you know, hourly jobs sure. to us being so busy that we were like, okay, it's time to leave New York and move closer to Hasbro because clearly like I'm being groomed. Gotcha. Like we saw it, we saw the writing on the wall. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was fast. Um, and that's what we did. We, we left the, we left New York, moved to Massachusetts. We had friends in Massachusetts mm -hmm. stuff. I actually, one of the other partners at phosphate studio, Andrew Franks, um, and they kind of helped us out and everything like that for us to move to Massachusetts. And we, and then within six months of us moving to Massachusetts, I was working in house at Hasbro and I would, but I wasn't hired. I was like trying to remember what my title was. They had to keep changing my title um, to keep me in house uh -huh. because of, because of the, the local laws. And so like, I went from like being like a, temp to being a consultant to being a, like they had to keep changing my titles <laughs> otherwise they would, wouldn't be able to keep me in there sure and then as soon as they could they they hired me but from the time i was like a temp to the time i left i think it was like about five years okay that i was there yes and um i know i know and i've, I've heard i've heard some things that uh you know you you didn't get it. I guess you didn't leave on good terms with Hasbro, but uh, well, I was I was part of the large layoff. OK, OK. That was that was like it yeah. was like a thousand people or something. Gotcha. ridiculous. Like, it was it was a huge layoff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was part of that. And my my admittedly, my last like I, I said earlier before we started recording yeah. that I have I have a very complex. Yes. Relation to Star Wars, and it's because of Hasbro that okay. I have this. Um, I love Star Wars growing up, of course. Who did yeah, yeah, like yeah. an RH bracket? And, sure. Um, I collected. To I had the vintage toys. I collected toys off and on throughout the years from when they came back in '94. Is that when they came back? Uh, right. Yeah, uh, that's when they announced you're right there. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I I collected toys off and on throughout that, but I never like had a full collection. But I I always bought you know the ones I liked and stuff. Yeah. And um, then. Um, my last two years at Hasbro probably were, I wasn't happy. Right. It, it, it was a harsh time for, for me. I was constantly butting heads with my immediate manager. Um, it, and I don't regret my time at Hasbro right. at all. Like I lived it there. I met great people, worked with amazing designers. Yeah. Um, learned from amazing designers yeah. and all that stuff. Like I loved my time there, but the last two years were, almost like nightmarish for me because gotcha. because me and my manager did not get along so, and, and we it was rough yeah that's and, and the reason why i brought it up and i kind of wanted to talk about it just a second was um that would i i, I was going to ask did that taint your relationship with the star wars products after the fact like do you still collect do you do you collect uh immediately after or was it kind of like you know what i don't even 
I still love the IP. Don't get you wrong, because you'll never lo- not love Star Wars, but it's the that part of it. Like my biggest fear uh-huh. is trying to do something to a, with a company that I absolutely love, and then being kind of like, oh, I don't want that tainted in any way. You know, that's that's a that's a tough tough situation. It's it's hard, and I um I did go through a period of time. It was a couple of years where I did not I I didn't like the last couple of movies that came out. I didn't see them. I didn't, you know, I didn't finish what I worked on Clone Wars, the Clone Wars product, not all of it, but right, right. I, there was a segment of it that I worked on. Um, actually, Andrew Franks, who's um, at, uh, he's one of the partners of Boss Fight. He actually headed most of Clone Wars. Okay. And then when, when he left Hasbro, I took it over for a short while. Um, but I was only there for about a year, year and a half after he left. Yeah. So it, well, well, that's really not a long time in toy toy terms. But um, I went through a long time where I couldn't reconcile my feelings with Star Wars, so I just kind of cut it off. Yeah. And I, um, you know, for the first year after I left Hasbro, most of the product that came out was mine. Yeah. Like, right. It was stuff that I did gotcha. already. Oh, that's so gonna be was, tough to see. It was, yeah, it was like kind of bittersweet because right. I didn't want to buy it, but yeah. I kind of wanted some of it because I, I, it was like close to my heart that I worked on yeah. it and I did it, and it yeah. was some of the some of it was stuff that I was very proud of. Um, but over the years, uh, that faded, right? And actually, uh, we have recently we're, we're not done yet, but we are at the tail end now of a massive. Uh, rewatch of star wars in continuity order with my son okay perfect so we started awesome. with episode one episode yep. two all of clone wars all of it. Episode three. <laughs> like it. we've been literally going in order yeah and um some of it is very painful sure some sure. of it is amazing <laughs> yeah so it kind of bounces all over the place spectrum like when we got to I, I was I I'm not a huge Clone Wars fan mm-hmm. actually even though I worked on the brand and I, I partially because we used to read the scripts before the shows aired okay. like almost a year and a half before the Dang. shows oh aired. wow wow and so that's how we would choose our the toy line right like pick the things and everything and um some of those scripts were amazing right and then when the episodes aired all the really good <laughs> stuff was gone oh. <laughs> and it was like heartbreaking uh... at the time were you already choosing what you were wanted to do with the scripts that you had in hand or was it um you know that you read the scripts and 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 they gave you okay this is what you guys should be working on no they they basically they would give us the scripts and we would see early like sometimes they would just be illustrations of the characters sometimes they would be full digital turnarounds but we we wouldn't have seen like screenshots of scenes or anything like that for like almost closer to to release of the episode and um we would read the scripts we would look at the imagery and we would like pick and choose what we wanted to do then we would take that to Lucasfilm and they might come back and say well you should do this character cuz they're going to be more important later on or like they would kind of push back on some stuff it, and it was it was very collaborative actually I really liked working with um, Lucasfilm a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Our contact there was great, and they were. I always knew what Lucasfilm was going to say, whether they were going to approve something or say no to something or right. anything. They were very consistent, and I liked that. Gotcha. Um, whereas opposed, there were some other. Um, I won't say which ones, but there were some other uh, um, uh, uh, IP holders 
licensors that we would work with yeah that you couldn't predict what their answer was going to be whether they were going to say yes say no tell you a different totally different character or they were all over the place right and all over the map and you just couldn't predict what they were going to do so it was it would actually become a very like like you would have a lot of anxiety when sure, you were like sure, sure. proposing stuff to them. Uh, with Star Wars, I almost always knew exactly what Lucasfilm was going to come back and say or ch- want changed or mm-hmm. anything. Like, I got it. I got them. I got their thought process. Right, right, and right. I understood it. You're on the same wavelength I there. Yeah. I like that. that, man. That's cool. So now you have Boss Fight Studios. Yes. Um, so after the layoff, uh, four of us, we got together and we all kind of decided we were all friends already, but we all kind of decided that we didn't want to go back to working for a corporation. Right. That that was part of the issue. That was part of our unhappiness. Sure. And stuff there. Um, Yeah. So we decided to start our own company and we, you know, a lot of people think that we're like, you know, third party company, but we're not, Mm -hmm. we're, we're actually a toy company and we're, we are slowly expanding into other realms and further away from action figures and into other stuff. We'll always do action figures, collector action figures. Sure. Because that's where our bread and butter is. That's where our hearts are. But we also want to be a toy company. We want to be a real toy company. Right. So we, we started with Vitruvian Hacks, which was completely our creation. Which were um, completely awesome, too, by the way. Thank you. Uh, we're very proud of that line. And it is still our the backbone of our company. Awesome. Um. But since then, we've picked up other licenses, we've created other brands, and we, you know, we're now we're doing, you know, Bucky O'Hare, uh, the nice. Phantom, Flash Gordon, Zorro, Tarzan, Legends of Lucha Libre. Um, we have this I Am Brilliance doll line coming up. That, that, that's another in-house brand that, that we own and created. We have um, Little Prince coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got Bleach, the anime coming up. Like we are expanding very quickly, and it's it's really is great. And from the first time we went to Toy Fair to the last time we went to Toy Fair this year, how we're regarded by the other toy companies has completely changed. Good. And it's it's really amazing to see the change and and to be part of it. Yeah, like to, you know, we we really love it and. And we, we, you know, this is what we want to do. We, yeah. we, we want to be a toy company, and it, it's, it's been great. That's cool. I, I gotta I, say, I, yeah. I have a couple of, I've got several of your pieces, and they're, they're absolutely fantastic. My favorites have got to be the fully articulated skeletons. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I just love these little. I bought a couple of them, and I, I ripped them open, and I am just sick enough to make a uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got the homestead, so now I got to paint them, and yeah, it's always, gonna be I, wrong. Always comes full circle. Yeah, one of my mentors at Hasbro was a guy who did the Homestead set. So, oh nice, <laughs> Brian Merton, who who now works at Lucasfilm. So, wow. Um, if cool. you if you did have like of all the toy lines you worked on while at Hasbro, what is the can you can you narrow it down to one piece that you worked on that just completely and it, that doesn't necessarily sum up, but just the piece that you hold up higher than all the others. I have, oh, uh, it's got to be, uh, it has to be Yoda's mini Jedi Starfighter. Oh, very cool. The I designed that, I pitched it as this, you know, well, what if Yoda had a Jedi Starfighter? He doesn't need that big Jedi right. Starfighter. 
And so I got to design and create a vehicle that wasn't in the movies or the shows. Wow. And this little miniature Jedi starfighter, uh, and it came with a Yoda, and they they let me put that headgear that the Jedi wore. <laughs> yeah, on right. The man. Yoda figure, which I thought was amazing that they even allowed it. Like, and um, and then the Jedi starfighter it had like the uh, the engines that swung out from the bottom, and they 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 were based on the uh, warp rings. That the Jedi, that the other Jedi starfighters connected into, right? Okay. And then it, um, when it sort had of like arc- the one on Clone Wars that he yeah. drove in Clone Wars, yeah. But yeah. At the end of Clone Wars, he has that one that's based on the uh, the the later Jedi starfighters. Yeah. Um, but the one I did was based on the earlier Jedi starfighter, the arrowhead okay. shaped one. But yeah, it was it was it was very like when I saw those episodes, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But um, like <laughs> I had like, well, uh, like oh. <laughs> They stole yeah. my idea. <laughs> hey, That's thanks, guys. So, yeah, whatever. It's all, it's all, it's all part of the same thing. But like, yes. um, like I had like a R two head on it that was droid build a droid compatible, so you could switch out the R two head if fans wanted to. Okay. And oh, then um, cool. I also had it that what I called was the Jedi booster seat in it. <laughs> yeah. was Yoda to sit on but you could take out the Jedi booster seat and you could fit a normal sized figure gotcha. in there that is hilarious <laughs> fantastic hilarious. it might not fit a Chewie yeah it might not fit a Chewie but definitely fit a soap that's hilarious I, I could just see Yoda going to going to a star fighter and that would be rad. carrying his booster seat underneath him. Yeah, that like, would be exactly. rad <laughs> that would be hilarious. And the lost missions, I'm sure that's there. It's it's got to be there. <laughs> yeah. But my 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 favorite figure, single figure that I ever worked on, uh, was Mara Jade, and that's because uh, she was. I used to pick. I I used to, every year I would pick my white whale that okay. I would chase. Yeah. And try try and convince marketing and sales and whatever that we have to do this one figure and that one year mine was mario jade nice now my favorite two characters in star wars are grand admiral thrawn and mario jade like those are my two i don't know which one i like more sure sure um and and i really pushed mario jade that year and i got to make her um it was kind of bittersweet because Originally, we had pitched her as the Emperor's Hand, like Sith Assassin, right? Mara Jade with the armor and all this stuff. Oh, and I had totally designed her. She got approved, and everybody thought she was like the the notes back from Lucasfilm were like, "This is so cool, like fantastic." They were so excited, and then um, Mara Jade Skywalker won the fan vote. Gotcha. Ah. Gotcha. And suddenly I had to change the design of Mar- the Mara Jade figure that year to her basic, her, you know, sleeveless. Yeah, the classic leather, Mara Jade, yeah. Cool, which, is still, which is still a cool design, sure. but figures had been done like that already. So, yeah. But that, even with that, though, the figure came out amazing, and I was very happy with her and her big 80s hair. Yeah, exactly. And... <laughs> <laughs> was that um, something that you picked up? I mean, did you... Did you get a chance to, um, ha- or, or should I say, own that that figure? I did. She came. She came. Well, when I designed her, she actually was supposed to be part of the vintage collection still. And actually, um, there was vintage card art. Her card was done, 
um, when they decided to change to the Black Series. And the, the Black Series decision happened like a few weeks before I left. And wow. it was not, was not my decision. It came out of nowhere. I don't understand who made the decision or changed it from vintage collection to black series i've never understood it i still don't understand it yeah it, um, it makes no sense those, those black yeah. cards were so boring and they're so boring visually it's just it's not attractive and stuff and the um the card art for mara jade was so good and um when we were getting it i i had nothing to do with card art that was actually somebody named uh dave reeves who dealt with that stuff uh who also actually works at phosphate studio now but um, he's he's a graphic designer and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and uh, package designer. And um, at one point during the discussions approval process with her illustration, because they had to do this very realistic illustration of Mara Jade for the vintage collection card art, um, George Lucas ended up in the email chain <laughs> and giving his um, opinions wow. on uh -huh. who he like what he thinks um oh no that wasn't marjade i'm sorry that was ahsoka oh we're all that, sitting there like getting closer to the camera or like yes <laughs> lucas <laughs> what go on <laughs> yeah the marjade one, she just changed um I'll, I'll go back to ahsoka in a second yeah she she just changed to black series but her her card art was really nice um which this now seems very anticlimactic <laughs> when i no. back to ahsoka it's a cooler story but um the uh but yeah Marjade was always meant to be in a vintage collection packaging but I did get to go back to your question I did end up getting um a black series Marjade just because I wanted to have her yeah um now going back to Ahsoka for the the, the story <laughs> that I got confused with this story <laughs> yeah you brought up God go ahead yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Working on Ahsoka. Now, I didn't start Ahsoka as a design. That was uh, actually Brian Parrish, okay. who, like, the, the, you know, one of the main forces behind Star Wars's um, popular toy popularity from, like, ep I think episode one on through the start of Clone Wars mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And he was one of the guys who, like, trained me when I came in, and then he left the brand to go to another part of Hasbro and he was in charge of the vintage collection when it started. And I took over the vintage collection when he left and he had already started Ahsoka, but I came in and finished her off during the sculpt from the sculpting stage on, um, which also meant the, the card art and the card art um, approval process. And now this is the realistic Ahsoka version from the right. vintage collection. Right. So again, when when they went to do her card art, she had to look like a real person, but still look like Ahsoka. Okay. <clears throat> and this is before um, Ashley uh, Eckstein. Eckstein. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But this is before she cosplayed as her and stuff like that. Gotcha. Otherwise, I'm sure we would have done that. But yeah, um, we all had this different impression of who we thought she should be played by what actress she should be played by kind of that we, we were kind of thinking about for the gardener and during those email chains between myself and the the packaging department and lucasfilm george lucas got involved as did dave filoni sure wow. to talk about who they thought should like the art card art should end up looking like nice 
which was Dude. very interesting. Yeah. Me, so when you guys when this. you guys designed, oh, go ahead. Go ahead Mike. Well, what I was gonna I say was Mike. so so when they gave you the 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 idea, you start to then look at the character and you go, okay, this is what we think the card art should look like, or this is what the character should look like, or is that what you guys go based off of when they say when when you say Jay, uh, when you say Filoni, um picked or whoever they say they think that this is who the character should look like, you guys then start sketching after that. Pretty much, yeah, and that's. Um... For the figure, it wasn't quite as important, but for the card art, it was a little more important because it basically had to look like a movie still. So it had to be very realistic and very nice. Yep. And it was it, it, the 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 final product on that is one of the figures I'm most proud of. Actually, was that Ahsoka, and how she came out. And the card is gorgeous. The figure is gorgeous. Yeah. And um, very hard to get. Oh, very hard to get. In fact. She's worth enough money that I sold my carded version <laughs> because she was she was worth quite a bit of money and I, I kept my open version. So, <laughs> wow. So whenever you were getting those uh, the emails, can you share what George's feedback was on that process? Well, if you remember, basically he, if if I remember correctly, basically he said Clone Wars is about Ahsoka. Like that's what he he kind of was saying was it was Clone Wars is her show, mm -hmm. um, so she has to look you know heroic and adult enough and not like teenager not too teenagery yeah um, and um, it was it was mainly comments like that and and that she had to be you know hero heroic and in the in the image like. And it was like it was mostly that in his view, Clone Wars was about her. Sure, she had to be like um, that recognizable uh, character. Like you can't because she is an alien species. It's hard to get those to stand out in front of a crowd of yeah. all of them. Like you can definitely pinpoint Ahsoka out of all the Togrudas, right? That's what her yeah. race is. Um, yeah. You can pick her out of a crowd of everybody, and that's on purpose. Yeah. You know, it has to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get she that. And that's got to be kind of hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she has like specific face markings, and she has the smaller like. Yeah. I forget what the Tagruda head tail things are called, but they have a name. I just look cool. Mm -hmm. That's that's oh, um. Twilix. Yeah, it's a tweet. Oh, yeah, it's that's a Twilix. Look cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I we get and um like now that you uh like you you say that now now that I see like those rumors of Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka in in live action, that's all I see now. Yeah, I go back I to like totally the picture her being her yeah. being Ahsoka, like yeah. especially obviously adult Ahsoka at this point. But yeah, yeah. But that's all I see now. Like I, I go back to like the almost the when she was little, little, you know, in the first Clone Wars se uh, season. Yeah, in, in the early seasons, <laughs> like you see it in her face. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, does kind of look like Rosario uh, Dawson. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. And it's just my wishful thinking because she's like my favorite actress. So I'm like, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. So. Initially, initially, I was saying, um, uh, and probably because I was thinking, one, for a couple of reasons, I was thinking early on that she, when I was doing the figure and stuff, I kept kind of pushing um, uh, Ilya Shawcat from Arrested Development. Okay. Because she has kind of the big eyes. Like yeah. She's got those like big eyes and the, she's that very like roundy face that's very, very much like the animation. Sure. Um, and, and also she's, I, I was also like really, really into Arrested Development at the time. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. I like that. Joey, you, you were going to ask a question. Yeah. We all interrupt you, man. Did you have a good did you have um, question? You were saying that your company brought up a, a Lucha, uh, Lucha Libre line. 
Yes. Um, I'm a huge wrestling buff. So has your company done any loose doors like uh, like Ray Phoenix or Pentagon Jr.? We are kicking off the line with Ray Phoenix. Oh, oh, there you go, uh, Jerry, dude. Like we have so so yeah, just so like our, our Legends of Lucha Libre line um came about very quickly and like in less than three months type of thing from initial talks, we had a contract signed with uh, Masked Republic from out in California. Um <clears throat> heard of. Yeah, yeah, they, they represent luchadors, like a lot of local luchadors and also luchadors from Mexico and stuff like that. They, they also, like, host a lot of events in California and stuff. And um, basically, once they said, yeah, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon are signed to us, we were like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah we, have to, <laughs> we have to jump on here. They're, like, two of the most popular luchadors yes. in, in the world. So we, we actually have um, our, our, our wrestling line, our lucha line, is six inches which is our first six inch scale line. Everything else we've done till now has been four inch. Um, and we have like a premium collector line. We have a, what we're calling a fanaticos line, which is a more basic lower cost point line, but st still the same detail, just less articulation. And we also have a, uh, we have a line coming up of miniature replica masks that are about three inches tall. So you can have Damn. like, Oh, you get to have this collection of masks oh, on your shelf yeah. that you can afford. Um, I, yes. I last year I started collecting luchador masks, and they are not cheap. <laughs> it, it no, is, they're not. They're it not is cheap. not. <laughs> I tried getting Pentagon Juniors, and oh, his are so. I don't have either of theirs, and I really want them so bad. And um, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan, especially of lucha libre, and, and I'm a big wrestling fan as well. So I mean, I grew up watching WCW and WWE sure. and all that stuff. So, I, uh, I this, this is, it's one of my favorite lines to work on. It's also one of the most work-intensive lines I've ever worked huh. on. <laughs> okay, one more. You guys have to do a fully articulated Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And you skeleto. Have and and skeleto. <laughs> and Ramses. Oh, give the guy a break. Come on now. Just yeah. kicking us off. Yeah, we, have a, off. We, we have a lot of great um like we're we're focusing both on on um legends and current. So we're doing like a you know, Lady Maravilla and Tanaya Bliss Jr. and Juventud Guerrera and Taya Valkyrie, oh, yeah. like all over the place. But that's kind of what we're trying to do is like be all encompassing to the entirety of Lucha Libre. As a, as you know, as a. That's awesome, man. I'm all, I'm all in. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, oh yeah. It, I've never heard I of a, so. of another line like that. Are you guys the first to do something like that? The lucha. Well, there's yeah. been other libre lines for sure. There was oh, okay. a, a playmates had a really good lucha libre line, but it only lasted one wave. Okay. And it never went forward, which is, was really sad because it was a really good line. Um. Were they yeah. using WD, uh, WWE characters, like, um, going backwards a little bit? Uh, what was it, uh, Rey Mysterio? Were they using those yes, characters Robert at the time? The one. No, the, okay. the, the, the Playmates line was only AAA related. And okay. what's, what's interesting about what we're doing instead is we're not... Mass Republic and Phosphate Studio aren't connected to any single federation. We're connected to who Mass Republic represents. Gotcha. Okay. So, you know, we have access to all these different luchadors from throughout oh, history. Hell yeah. So it's very different. And some of them work at AEW, some of them work at yep. 
AAA, some of them work at CMLL, like it's kind of all over the place. And it's because of that, though, our line is very eclectic, but in a good way. Like it, it's very like fun to, to see and, and all, thank the, all God, the we have. Thank God WWE doesn't have any of those guys because if they yeah. did, you wouldn't be able, to, touch be able to. No, right. Yeah. Because actually, Mass Republic actually represents Rey Mysterio Jr., but they can't do any product. That's yeah, terrible. Because because of his deal because with them. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's well, awesome. Just, well, just listening to that and all the different federations and all that, because I don't know anything about wrestling, uh-huh. but it just sounds like that's going to be a massive line of figures, or that oh, has the potential to be massive. It's, yeah. It's it's actually our first line that's the most like what 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 you would call like a master toy license mm-hmm. which is where you have basically everything like Hasbro has the master toy license to Star Wars right like yep. like they have access to anything they want to do yeah. it, it basically they have first right to say no or yes um so with Legends of Lucha Libre we're doing like we're you know we're currently in the the cost process of doing a ring I, you know, I really want to do like kids masks. Yeah. We really want role play and we really like, this is the first line that's like an actual full toy line and not just action figures. Right. Like, doing Phantom so and Flash cool. Gordon, but we're only doing action figures. Right. You know, we, we can do yeah, play sets yeah. and stuff too, but we, you know, that's not um, cost effective. It's, it's hard to do play sets and stuff. Not that we won't do them, right. but it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Financially, it's very difficult. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I want to be sensitive to timing cause I know you're on the East coast and everything. So, um, no, 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 I'm having fun, so awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But, um, uh, yeah. So I know there's some comments in the chat that, uh, are going to definitely check you out and, uh, you know, maybe some stir some interest over there at boss fight. So I know Joey's all in cause I know he's in and, and uh, he'll be sharing <laughs> those products and everything. And, well, no, uh, no, if, you, if you make those masks, yeah. if you make, if you make those luchador masks, I'm gonna be wearing one every podcast we do. <laughs> yes, well, you I think lying. they're only they're only four well, inches. If you, make, if you make well, yeah, the replicas are only four inches, but I, I want to do like uh, role, role play math. Yeah, if yeah. you make them full on ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I should have uh, brought my solar mask. That's my favorite one of the ones I have. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually, I I, I actually have an Anaheim Angels one. <laughs> nice. I was looking on the uh, website though, and I saw that you're doing uh, Flash Gordon, and yeah. it's the '80s Flash Gordon. Yes. And I did not. I, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't know that's coming, but I need one of those. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Our, our first, our, well, a couple of years ago, we did the um, Bucky O'Hare. We we repainted Dead Eye Duck with a Bucky O'Hare like '80s style lunchbox, but it was all new lunchbox, all new art, and all that stuff. Um, it's been very successful, and we love the whole, whole idea of doing the lunchboxes and stuff. So we've kind of made it a thing. So the fir- the first Flash Gordon figure is it's like a lunchbox with movie art from the movie, and it comes with like the classic movie. Uh, version of him in the white t-shirt with flash on it and and um we're kind of launching the line with that and then it goes to single figures after that and we we are doing both movie and classic comic book oh wow so it's going to be the line is a mix of both and um 
that's been tremendous fun because we're like I said, you know, I came from comics. I'm not the sure. only one who came from comics at the company. Both Katrina and Andrew also came from comics. So we're all big like Al Williamson fans and all of that stuff. Like we, we know all that, that, that stuff. So we're all very excited about that. Um, and along with Flash Gordon, we're doing Flat, uh, Phantom. So they kind of go together. Right. And that's that's been a lot of fun for me because I'm a big Phantom fan because of my father uh, was from South America. So I was introduced to Phantom through him. And uh, I so I was very excited to, awesome. to do the Phantom. That's really cool. Going back, going back a little bit, you, you mentioned a little bit of anime. Um, and how you've got um, your your guys' hands in a little bit of it. Um, are you would you guys consider doing anything, or have you tried anything with uh, One Punch? Uh, One Punch. Um, oh boy, is One, it punch man? Man. One Punch Man. <laughs> One Punch Man. Um, my my son. I, I I've watched I watched the full. I mean, I watched a couple of the seasons of it, and my son's hundred percent. Yeah. But but the articulation is what what is what concerns, and I think you guys are like right up in that alley of oh articulation. And, yeah, we 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 um. You know, we are all, all of us at the company are collectors. And, and make no mistake, we have all these brands, but there's only 10 of us. Right, right, so <laughs> right. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. But, um, I hear you. We, we actually, with McFarlane has the current One Punch Man um, wow. Uh, license and he's he's uh his company is the the license holder in in north america so for now one one punch man is not is off of our table however if the opportunity ever came up it is a great show and an unbelievably popular show so it would be silly of us oh you jump on it of course right just i was just wondering appreciate the answer bleach came up it was just it's so popular and so well known and it's it's been going on for so long and there's not amazing there's toys but they're not amazing right. so we wanted to awesome and and like you pointed out articulation we're always you know we're we're always trying to merge aesthetic and articulation to you know work perfectly like we we want everything we, you don't want things to look like a um artist all mm-hmm. but you also want them to move yes <laughs> yeah that's you know? there there definitely yes. is a a trick there because um again like we we're all we're all toy collectors avid toy collectors and uh ernie who's not here too also runs a, a toy migo show and he they break down i mean they have the reviews and articulation and uh, aesthetics so they go aesthetics and articulation and um it's a very hard thing to kind of get right it depends on who you are. Like if you're a pose, you know, someone who does toy photography, um, me, I just like to pose them once, put them on a, on a shelf. Right. And then every six months when I dust, I repose them and repose yeah. them here. But, um, yeah, so it, it's gotta be, it's gotta be a tough, tough thing to marriage the two. Uh, cause at one point, like you want it to look like an awesome looking figure, but if they can't move their elbows, then yeah, <laughs> you, you gotta stop taking them out of the box. no, no. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I open everything. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I open everything. I do have certain things that I just keep closed, not because of value or sure. anything, but just because if I like the packaging type of thing, or I have a small collection of vintage, either vintage or vintage reproduction stuff that uh-huh. I kept on the card. 
just because I like the card yeah. art and I like the the look. Oh like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of those um the Walmart just had those repro transformers of the cassette tapes and stuff like that, yes. and I got some of those just to keep them on the card because they're so nice. Oh, the, the artwork is is half the battle sometimes. Um, yeah, I wish sometimes that they would sell us the poster art for some of those packaging, you know, cause I, I, I take my figures and I rip, I mean, I don't rip, open anything vintage of course, but like if I like, these brand new yeah, figures, um, even like, you know, just say for example, the new, uh, the new black series, if we're going to stick star Wars, we'll do black series. Uh, they're coming out. They're actually adding artwork to the packaging, um, which I'm like, cool, but I still rip it open. Right. But there's some yeah. part of me that still wants to be like, preserve that a little bit because that, I used to be that guy. I used to buy three of each, you know, you know, one for I the came, wall, one for my son, and one to open. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I came real <laughs> close to uh, buying the when when Hasbro put back out the uh, ba- basically it was the uh, the original what is it the oh the retro line yeah the the twelve retro no not the retro line but when they put the uh, six inch figures out on the retro cards gotcha oh. yeah. Yeah. I was so tempted by that, but I, I just don't have that kind of money. So I was like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, you, you asked earlier if I, if I do still collect Star Wars. I'm, uh, not deeply, mm-hmm. but I do have... Uh, I, I completely geeked out for the um, Thrawn... San Diego set. Yes. San Diego that yes. had all the stuff in it. Oh, like, right. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I right. had to buy that. And then when they put out the Yavin Luke, it wasn't Yavin Luke. It was like the comic book Yavin Luke. Okay. With right. all of that stuff in the big book. Like I totally had to sure. buy that. Like, I understand. The, the Yavin yeah. Luke outfit is my favorite Luke costume. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. So I was so excited about it. Nice. Yes. No, that's, that's totally understandable. Again, um, uh, Chris, who's not here also does that too, where he does pick and choose. Oh, like man. Thrawn is his favorite. And yep. he'll yep. buy anything Thrawn. Doesn't matter if it's a toothbrush, yeah. he'll yep. buy it. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's what I love about the collecting community because you got people that buy everything. You got people buy just one. Then there's certain pack like in a packaging. You know, some of the, who appreciates the actual artwork that goes into it and the work that goes into it. And I just like to rip it open, put it on a shelf. You know, so um, well, I got the Thrawn when I was in. I I tried to get it when it came out. And, yeah, and I missed it. And then it was it was just a little too expensive for me after that. Yeah. And, um, but then I last, yeah, last year in September, I think, I went to Mexico to do a toy show and promote the Legends of Lucha Libre line. And um, while I was in Mexico City, uh, one of the booths at the show had that Thrawn set for like ten dollars less. Oh than it was when it first came out. And I was like, I'm buying that. But because I bought it in Mexico and I had to bring it back here, I didn't have room for the package and everything. So I have to tear it apart. (laughs) The the whole purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Oh my goodness. Still a gorgeous figure. Great accessories. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I had that, and uh, it ended up being in my closet. And I was like, you know what? It, I'm not. It's not doing justice here, and because uh, again, I have, I have everything open. So I had. I just. I just resold it because I had Thrawn. You know what I mean? And I didn't want to take all the accessories out because I think it yeah. looked really beautiful in the package. But uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm trying to get some. Uh, is it Shadow Troopers that he has yeah. in Rebels? Yeah. Yes. All right. Find right. Shadow Troopers. Two Shadow Troopers to Heck flank yeah, him. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll go with so, just Imperial Guards, and then you'll go with just Jedi, and then it, no, also... <laughs> no, I can't. I can't get that deep. I cannot get that deep. It happens to all of us, Eric. I know. <laughs> I started off with just Vader one point. And now look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I oh. saw what was it? they're they're putting out Tebow this year. Yes. Uh, I love Ewoks. Yes. See, when they start I'm with like, the Ewoks and Akbar yeah, too. I'm like, I, Akbar. I gotta have a Tebow and then I know they'll do Wicket and I'm gonna have to have Wicket. They're gonna and then do I'll that? have yes. to yeah. then I'll Yeah. It'll just then I'll have to have Poplo and then I'll have to have <laughs> Corpsky and Low Gray and every yeah. Do you do you guys know do you do <laughs> back when we were on it, when I was on exclusives, me and me and my mentor Brian uh, Brian, um, Brian Merton, mm-hmm. we, uh, we, we he did a lot. He put out a lot of Ewok stuff. Yeah, during that time, and um, at one point with the one Ewok that gets killed, that like rolls down the hill, and then the other oh, one. Right. Yes, like, bring he, it to yeah, yeah. We don't bring that <laughs> yeah, up, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> he started calling him. Stuck, and at one point, the guy at Lucasfilm started calling him Corpsey. Corpsey, Corpsey, Corpsey. Like we were all him refer- He had a name eventually, but like I don't remember what it was. Yeah, because in my head, he's Corpsey. Corpsey. <laughs> Does like, anybody know? Because I don't want to know. I don't want to watch Return of the Jedi and see Corpsey. Yeah. Fall. <laughs> I, I don't. So, I don't know. Walks, the Ewoks are like cute yeah. and creepy and terrifying yes. all at once. Yes, oh, and like love them. Because yeah, they're great. It's so it's amazing. They're great. I, I love it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, man, I, I got a question. Yeah, go for it. Go for it, Scott. Yes. Um, all right. So my my secondary passion in the toy collecting community has been and always will be GI Joe. Okay. So, uh, I love GI Joe. Yes. <laughs> Do we have another hour? What is out of all the figures? Same question that I asked you as Star Wars. Out of all the GI Joe things, what was the what was the one figure that really stuck out to you? What was the one figure that you worked on that was just the like pinnacle of GI Joe? It's it's interesting because I was never, I was I never mean, actually on the GI Joe team at Hasbro. But I, as a freelancer, I designed, decoed, and sometimes even painted the prototypes of so many of the figures. Um, and then on top of that, when I was at Hasbro and I, I was working on exclusives, I did a lot of exclusive G.I. Joe product. Okay. Um, and even, even when I wasn't doing that, sometimes I would just like kind of pinch hit and jump in and help out with some stuff here and there on GI Joe. But I think, I think my favorite thing that I worked on was either. No, it was definitely, it was the resolute seven packs. Oh um, yeah. Okay. okay. Just, and I'm not even a huge fan of that cartoon, Oh, but I love, <laughs> yeah. love the design. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Completely but, different. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, maintaining some of those iconic pieces and bits to still make them identifiable. Yeah, they they held on to some of the iconic like color combos and Mm. color balance and all this stuff. And then, but they updated them at the same time and they were 
such good designs and I was so happy to to do those seven packs and kind of bring them to life cool um the other the other set that I really loved that I did is the that I worked on was the dreadnought seven pack nice which was amazing as well because yeah, I was a huge big. dreadnought fan <laughs> being a heavy metal guy from the 80s I was a huge dreadnought fan oh absolutely those are those are the best yeah <laughs> I assume they also listen to Dio and Iron Maiden. So. <laughs> of course they of do. Course. <laughs> you just touched on Marco's heart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dio. <laughs> um, with um, with Boss, see this. I could segue this into like some Star Wars talk too. So, uh, Boss Fight Studios, you, you said that uh, are you do you take this to conventions and all that stuff, um, and have booths? And only I'm bringing this up too because Star Wars Celebration was just canceled or postponed to next year and uh with all the other conventions being postponed are you in that that um category also of having a company and not be able to showcase other than online and we 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 definitely do cons but it's it's a small part of our promotion right now it's a much smaller part than it was when we first when we first started we did a lot more cons than we do now gotcha i i will say all the conventions being canceled this year is a huge relief because sure. we're so wow. I could see that we're so overworked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time there's a show, it's about three weeks of time. Yeah, yeah. Getting prepped for it. Yeah. And then a week of time recovering from it, so <laughs> yeah, that right. you know yeah. it ends up being a month of time that we mm-hmm. we we're we're all scrambling to get work done. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Um, so this year it's very the the one show that I, I am very upset that got canceled is Expo Lucha in Philadelphia. Okay. And the, the primary reason I'm upset that got canceled is Expo Lucha. If you ever have a chance to go to it, last year it was in San Diego. The year before it was in Las Vegas. It is such a crazy convention to go to because there's booths of like selling stuff. There's booths with wrestle with luchadors and stuff, signing autographs yeah. and taking pictures. And in the middle of all of this, there's a ring and chairs <laughs> and twice a day. Oh. There's a live show. Nice. Wow. Insane. It's absolutely mm. insane. Yes, Joey, I'll go time. with you. <laughs> luchadors um, are the best wrestlers in the whole world. Oh yeah. They're insane. It's the and best quality wrestling you'll see. And Penta and Phoenix are like the best in the world right yes, now. Yes, they are. They're just they're on fire. And um, so anyway, like like I was bummed Lucha Expo got postponed until next summer, but at the same time, yeah. I, I am partially relieved because con- conventions are so much work for yeah, us. I can see and, that. Um, yeah, I, I can like see I that. Said, yeah, it's only ten of us, so yeah. it's you know it takes time away from sure. us getting. Stuff done. Oh, it's definitely a, a a refocus of energy for that week. Like yeah. I said, a month full of stuff. But yeah, <clears throat> so um, so Star Wars Celebration got canceled, or got, I'm not gonna say canceled, got postponed. It got postponed. Yeah. It got postponed <laughs> as long it'll, as it'll, it'll, they're, they're not gonna not do no. Star Wars Celebration. They right? said um, like, it's moved to 2022, uh, in Anaheim, which I was relieved because. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah, because I've been to the Florida uh, when it was in the East Coast, and I, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to go to Florida <laughs> anymore. It's no just one too does. hot. I grew up there. Yeah. I grew up there. My family still lives there, and I don't want to go back. It's just too so. hot, man. I just I couldn't do it. I, <laughs> And I saw George Lucas, and I still was like, the convention was amazing, but the Florida, they can have Florida. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm relieved <laughs> that it was, po- uh, was pushed back to uh, Anaheim. So I know all of us... Um, are postponing our tickets we're not getting a refund right we're, we're still no. 
Okay. Correct. Oh, I'm postponing. Go on yeah, 2022. Yeah. yeah, 2022, which is cool because I, I would think that uh, because 2023 would be the uh, 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, so you know they're going to have one back-to-back now. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing I'm bummed about is that not having a 40th Empire, like, legit 40th you know, celebration for that. But again, um, we roll with it. We just be safe and sorry. Exactly. We, yeah, just, we just roll with it. it. Um, yeah, so uh, that was in the news. I'm, I'm just going to kind of go in there and, and throw some Star Wars stuff in here. Um, oh, that's fine. Yeah, you know, for uh, actual news, and uh, that was like the most heartbreaking one of of this week. <laughs> but um, yeah, we also they also moved our our Disney our, yes. our Disney day. They didn't give us a date yet, right? No, they didn't. But I think they're going to try and keep it along the same time. So hopefully, 2022. Oh, 2022. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. 2022 in August. Yeah, yeah, I'm... that's that's the rumor right now. So yeah. I know we don't we're not big on rumors, but that's that's the rumor. <laughs> <laughs> um, keeping on with the news and announcements and stuff. Um, I'm in I'm a huge video game stuff, and that can as I, I did have a question for you to also, Eric, about video games too, and the the popularity of the the toy lines that are you know going with video games, and uh. You know, uh, EA announced, of course, Squadrons, which we all saw was uh, Project Maverick, which we kind of like kind of already knew it was going to happen. So anybody that's listening, the Starlight Digest will have a squad of our own. <laughs> We're going to go five against five. Um, Scott will just be our backup. I'll be the one that dies <laughs> in the corner. I'm, I'm, I'm like. I'm the if you ever watched uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, whenever Duke is trying to play the game and he's just spinning in circles, that's me. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Uh, it's okay. Terrible gameplay. Yeah. But anyway, Squadrons was re- was announced, which I'm excited for. I always missed. Like I always said, like, you know, Star Wars in the past 10 years, we don't have a space simulator game anymore since EA took it over, you know, and I'm, ex- I'm excited that. That's kind of crazy. X-Wing was like their... Oh, I loved like, X-Wing. X-Wing was my... Yeah, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Yeah. Was it GameCube ones or whatever? Those are the ones yeah. I played. I, 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 I played uh, X-Wing and X-Wing versus TIE Fighter on the PC. Like old school, you know, and I loved every so Marco, minute of it. I had the Atari is, game. Is the game, yeah. game going to be like like on Battlefront when you have those, those dog fights? Probably. Probably. It's more like... Um, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be something like that. I don't know if as complicated or maybe even more complicated dude, since that's, that's going to be the only. That's the whole reason why <laughs> I haven't finished a storyline on Battlefront. Because <laughs> well, hard. I'm sure. Dude, yeah, I'm suck. sure it's going to be a little bit more streamlined because if that's the only thing that gameplay is going to give us, you know, um, they're putting out a VR version, of course, and cross-platform too. So we don't all need to have PS5s or PS4s. So there'll be cross-platform and stuff. But, uh, um. With the video game stuff, I was kind of interested, and uh, and Eric, like, that's a huge market for me, uh, knowing that toys and video games are going hand in hand, even more so. Like, they're making any right. video game that comes out, they're making toys for it. Like, right. yeah, is that something that you guys are pursuing? Um, at the, at boss fight, not so much. Um, at the moment, uh, if game, we've had a couple of games come to us, but they weren't like out yet. So we're, we're financially, we're not in a position to take a chance right? Uh, on some of them, like, you know, and we know that. So that's good that we're aware yeah. that we're not in that position. Okay. Type of thing. If, 
if one of you guys hits the lotto, <laughs> oh yeah, gets the money totally, for it, that changes everything. Then you have to you have to make your first line of gaming. <laughs> make figures of Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I always Agreed. said I always said if I uh, a Nintendo yeah. wrestling game with like the fish guy. Oh, pro uh, pro wrestling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With uh, Starman, yeah, uh, uh, Star the fish guy, the Amazon, <laughs> the Amazon. Yeah. Oh my god, loved it. Uh, loved it. Uh, what's the name? Panther. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> going back, we're going old school on this one. King Corn. <laughs> I always said that's fun. It's always a funny question to me. If I ever won the lottery, I don't think you ever see me again. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm not working. I'm not working. If I'm, it's like. Um, um, at Hasbro, though, I was involved in a lot of video game Star Wars characters. Like, I think I worked on most of, not all of, but most of the, uh, was it Force Unleashed? Yeah. All right. right. Wow. Like, I worked on almost, almost all of those figures, including oh, wow. fully designing a bunch of them that never came okay. out. Like, the, uh, I don't no. remember his name, but there, there was a crazy Jedi who was was one of the small aliens with the long head and he he had in the game he had like a backpack of like metal legs that he walked around on oh wow oh, i know what you're talking about i can't remember his name but i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah he was like this he was like this jedi who went crazy and lived in a junkyard and yeah and he like because he was tiny he had these legs that made him like normal size and walked around off his back <laughs> like kind of dr octopus style mm. and um I designed that whole figure and it was really cool and because visually he was very cool. Yeah. And, um, You're talking uh, about the, the, the small Force Unleashed figures that um, they were like three inch? No, 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 no. The Force Unleashed, the video game with the uh, yeah. Darth Vader. They had Vader like Darth Vader with damage. Yeah, because it, it there, there was like around, I don't know if around that time there was the Unleashed figures, which were like the seven yeah, inch. The unleashed, it was the Unleashed, like, yeah, there were the small mini figures. But okay. the, the, but no, I'm talking about the, the Force Unleashed, the video yeah, with uh, Scar Star Killer. Yeah, yeah. Star Killer. That was his yeah. name. I can't remember any of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, like I worked on that. I worked on the big pack that had like the troopers in it and like the clear stormtroopers. Um, I totally geeked out when I was watching uh, Mandalorian yeah. and the flame trooper yes. showed up. Oh that had the same like yeah artwork on his face and stuff yeah. like that from that video game. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> nice. What a feeling. Yeah, it was so what cool. a feeling. <laughs> I, I yeah, can't. We just, I just got that uh that stormtrooper from uh, GameStop recently from uh from Force Awakens. He's like that aqua, like what you were saying, the clear uh yeah. blue stormtrooper. That stormtrooper has the best articulation right now out of all the stormtroopers that Hasbro has made so far. Yeah, and I think that's the same articulation that they're coming out with the ne the the next generation stormtrooper that they're releasing the next wave. Mm. Um, oh, is that is that? I didn't even notice that that stormtrooper was new. Yeah, it's new, and it's a new um like a whole new sculpt, whole new articulation. And everything. Right. Oh, they updated it. Yeah, yeah that initial one yeah. had some issues, it's, like visually. You, it, yeah. it was a little off. It's off, and you can't move them. You can't like. There's one way you can move them. I see. The only so thing that the only thing that you can't do with him is his uh, his shoulders can't go out. Right. Just because of his uh his shields. Correct. Yeah. But 
The new one his, has a separate his, shield, uh, shoulder pauldrons. Yeah, but yeah. his elbows, especially his neck and his head, oh my gosh. I, I spent better. so many years looking at Stormtroopers and Darth Vader <laughs> and Boba Fett that I, I actually know all the differences and changes. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah, it's like... <laughs> So when we do our cosplay, I, I can send the pictures to you and make sure it's all screen accurate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I may have to double check yeah. some of it off and on. Like I don't remember. So sometimes I um nowadays I, I used to know it all um about that stuff, but like nowadays sometimes I have to double check like which oh sure box Vader mm. like because every movie his box is slightly different. Yeah, the green light and or a blue light or yeah. Right don't some of them have green lights some don't like it's right um but like i know like also like his the 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 pleats on his gloves are going different directions new hope to empire to like it's all these different changes but nice that's crazy you don't notice it because i mean it's just it's so fast in the in the movie you know you don't really study his hands and all that yeah so that, that's but crazy taking figures you do like you yeah. have to make if right. you're making from Return of the Jedi, he better be right from Return yeah. of the yeah. Jedi. <laughs> I'm like that. Um, whenever, like, uh, what's whenever I draw something, it, ha- it has to be screen accurate. You know what I mean? If yeah. I if I'm creating something, mm-hmm. I don't want it to just do it uh, in my interpretation of what's going on. No, I need to I need to see this scratch here so I can replicate it. It's just so important, especially in the Star Wars world. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah, and and in Star Wars, the fans know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You, you know, so you're the not fans gonna know. anything by them. Yeah, and um, it, it's it's there. You know, there are times that we would make decisions that we knew the like people weren't. You know, they were going to point something out, but there were misconception. There were conflicting reference. Right. Like <laughs> Nienub. He's one of my favorite characters that I got to do towards the end of my run there. Uh-huh. Um, I did the 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 vintage collection version, and I I was like adamant to make him short, right? Because like he's usually portrayed as the short alien guy, right? Um, but we also knew there was like that one scene where you see him in the background with Lando, right? In the hangar, and he is normal height, exactly. Like, but most every other thing he's portrayed as being short so we went with the short version and um there were you know people did point it out like they, but if we'd gone with the tall version people would have been like why Absolutely. is it short yep so yep i you're, always you're not yeah. like i do no, because I do, you uh, have to go to this reference yeah like i do toy toy photography right and i have my favorite vader that i use and he's he's uh he's from Medi- he's a friend that company medicom he, yeah. but oh, he, yeah. he's, he has the best he has the best articulation the best every, i mean he's the best vader to use so I used him in a shot against Bespin Luke. Oh, well, okay. he's the Vader. He's the Vader from uh, from A New Hope. Yeah, he's the New Hope Vader. Okay. Yeah. So which is the, which is the most different of the? And I took like, a badass picture yeah. of him, right? Of him and Luke going at it, and it's a beautiful picture. And this is a star, another Star Wars fan actually <laughs> DM me and said. Uh, you do know that that's the wrong Vader, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. Thanks for pointing that out. Oh, <laughs> I, I just so needed articulation. Yeah. So that I'm like, gorgeous. yeah, I know what you mean when you Met- say Star Wars fans are anal about that. Yeah. Metacom Mafex makes some amazing toys. Yes. Uh, I collect their uh, Justice League 
like their movie uh, DC figures just because. And I don't even love those movies necessarily. Yeah, I love the I love the DC universe. So. Oh yeah, you're you're so in good I'm hands not... over here. Yeah, yeah. I, I I know you're an Aquaman fan. Oh and boy, yeah. Get Aquaman my Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. My son, my those are my two favorites. After Aquaman. I know, <laughs> orange. <right? laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew that was going to strike a chord with you guys. I can't see that guy's Aquaman. Every time I see like what you guys say is Aquaman, uh-huh. I see Roman Reigns. <laughs> He's arrested. <laughs> That's all I He's see better, when I see Aquaman is I see Roman Reigns. He's a better actor than Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all right. No, I don't. I don't. I don't see Roman Reigns as Aquaman. All I see is Roman Reigns, dude. I got some I, comics I could loan you, and you, you, you'll, you'll be an Aquaman fan. And yeah, I've, I've been a fan of Aquaman since I was a kid, mm. and I, I actually can pinpoint where I thought he was so cool. Uh, actually, the the place that he's the most misused in history, which is Super Friends. Yes. Uh-huh. But there's one episode where they go back in time, or, or they they get trapped back in time, and he is smart enough to bury his JLA communicator in the exact spot where the uh, where the, the the headquarters is. And the <laughs> second he buries it, Superman can hear it all of a sudden underneath the base. And it was like this, like intelligence thing for me. Right, where right, I was like, right. Oh my god, that's the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Like that's just like it's just like you know total mind. Oh sure. You know that's with your mind thing and time and all that stuff. <laughs> but I, since then, I, that's as a kid, I started picking up comics and stuff like that, and I just fell in love with the character as you know a father and a husband and sure. a monarch, not a superhero. And that's kind of where I've always placed him in my head. And yeah. Uh, Peter Such David's a, run too oh, was that's just my favorite. That's my yeah. favorite run actually is is Peter David's run. Same, yeah. Um, Atlantis Chronicles is actually my favorite comic book of all time. It's it's right over here on my bookshelf. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's got. <laughs> see see Eric, you got you got Joey with wrestling. You got Scott with the D, <laughs> with the Aquaman. You got and and Green Lantern. Yeah, I'm telling you. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> I, you you I, also have Tron figures on hey, yourself. Hey, Tron, here we go. You just hit another card with Scott. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I, I've got the Tron right next to uh, the black hole. Nice. Uh, I love black yeah. hole too. Oh yeah, of course. We watched it a few weeks ago. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. awesome. You know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess Marco could... and I were talking about the fact that you could probably do an hour long podcast just on the last five minutes of that movie alone because yeah. it's so weird. Yeah, there's love... so much psychology or just mystery and theory crafting. Theology. Can... Yeah, and... like, where are we? You know, really, yeah. uh, it, it could just, uh, we should do that yeah. on an offshoot one day, just kind of go off on, <laughs> on Black Hole. There's a. Count me um, out. <laughs> uh, like, Black Hole and. Flash Gordon fall into the same camp. Yeah, for me as so ambitious. Yes, before they had the technology to be that ambitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, a, with visual storytelling. Yeah, 
You, you really see that because uh, I've got the Blu-ray of Flash Gordon, and I'm like, you know, I haven't watched this since 1981. I'm going to pop it in, and oh, my <laughs> Lord. I know. Wow. Yep. The ambition behind that, that they were like, no, we're doing everybody. We're putting every <laughs> character and every crazy race from this comic into this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and we're, we have this massive budget. We could put it into special effects, but nope. actually, we're going to hire Queen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So insane. It's a good yeah. choice if you think about it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, have yeah. you guys ever watched? Have you guys ever watched a God's an, an old school Godzilla movie in in Blu-ray? No. No. no you not will a... see, okay. You not only will you see the strings, right? You'll see the strings <laughs> that lift their tails and stuff. You'll actually see the guy under the suit. <laughs> You'll see his his collar from his shirt. <laughs> You'll see the collar from his shirt. And one time I was watching War of the Gargantuas, you can see inside the mask, inside the the eyes, you can see them leaking. Uh, really? That's fine. So sometimes Blu-ray doesn't even help. No, it makes it, it, it worse. Does, it doesn't help the situation at all. That's awesome. The, the, you can see him like smiling skin. inside the mask and everything. So it's like, yeah. In the Flash Gordon movie, there's these lizard people that their mouths are open. And mm. the person's face is inside. And yeah. I don't <laughs> it's so bad. I love it. Yeah, I love it though. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So bad it's so good. Yeah. 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 But the black hole doesn't really suffer from all of that. They really did. I mean, you, every now and then you'll see the strings holding up Vincent or old Bob or something. Uh, but otherwise, they did a really good job at hiding a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the robot designs in that movie are glorious. Love too. it. Yeah. Like, Vincent, old Bob, the, the Maximilian. Red Maximilian. Maximilian. Yep. Yeah. So good. Like I, that. That movie messed me up because I saw it. I, it came out. I was six, and I actually saw it in a theater. You know, you're in a yeah, theater watching a space movie, and you're like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And then a dude gets taken out with a with a saw blade to his yeah. chest, and it's like, yeah. "Oh my god, <laughs> way to That's go, Disney!" Disney <laughs> yeah, that was a Disney yeah. movie. Yeah. I'm ex- telling you, Joey, you gotta watch the Black Hole. Yeah, dude, I'm waiting to get some cereal. I ran out of cereal, so I told y'all that's a movie I wanted to get a bowl of cereal <laughs> and sit down and watch. You'll need a few. <laughs> you yeah. need a few bowls. <laughs> all I know is Anthony Perkins is in it, and that's and that's yes. all I care about. <laughs> yeah, oh. Anthony Perkins, uh, the guy who played the captain too, uh, or oh. Maximilian Shell, who played uh, Reinhardt, was right. just creepy. But the dude who was the uh, the captain of the of the uh, what's the name of the ship? I forgot the, the name of the ship. <laughs> the, uh, the captain of the Palomino. I love that actor. He was um, yeah, yeah. He's he's a great actor. So you, you got to watch it, Joey. It's yeah, yeah. It's good. I am. Ne- uh, I am. D- Disney Plus. Yeah. Just remember the first five minutes. They just do this orchestra thing. So y- your your screen is not broken. That's it's right. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's just the music. It's so. like the beginning of Star Trek <laughs> motion picture. Yeah. Yeah. Goes oh, on. You got to wait. Oh, um, wait. And then the movie starts and you're still waiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually had to because my Disney Plus freezes all the time. Like it freezes all the time on a scene, you know, the music we play. I actually had to stop, rewind like three times. Like, what the heck? Oh, I forgot Black Hole does this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, good man. stuff. So yeah, well, uh, we're coming up to our hour and a half uh, pretty soon. Um, so real fast, did you guys catch the the Jedi Temple challenge on kids? Uh, <laughs> on the oh, is it Star Wars Kids on YouTube? I didn't watch it's it. It's the no. new. Um, I watched. I watched about 
I want to say 20 minutes of it. Yeah, yeah. What the... And I I instantly <laughs> felt sorry for Ahmed Best, dude. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think Star Wars is, and it, it's got enough to go around. Of course, you know that's it's that's not even a question, right? To have a game show like this, it's cool. But I just don't think the format's right for it. I don't think Star Wars Kids on YouTube is good for it. I think it should be on like a Nickelodeon or a, or even Disney, Disney Plus, Plus maybe? or uh, yeah, or like the Disney Channel itself, you know, like. Okay, let me ask, let me ask you this. Okay, let me see if you guys have seen the difference. Okay, remember that game back in the day, Double Dare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, filled with kids, adult host. Didn't it? Fit, it, it felt like it was real, right? Like there was, it wasn't scripted. It was just like oh, they yeah. were really playing the game. Yeah. This. Why yeah. does it feel like these shows nowadays when they have kids? Yeah. It's like heavily scripted. Well, like it's almost like they're overacting. Well, because producers producers get their hands in it and they go, "Well, we gotta make we gotta make a show that's interesting to watch for everybody." I understand Double Dare and and what was it? What was the other one that was pretty good at the time? Um, there was another the show at the time. Or, yeah. Um. Right. And 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 nowadays it's like you know producers get their hands on everything, so they you know yeah. they they record it's over, the show it's overproduced. Go, yeah. It's yeah. overproduced. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only, I shouldn't be laughing at this and it's bad, but that one kid that took a face plant into the rock, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was funny. Oh, dude. <laughs> that was funny. What's wrong with you? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got to move on. Let's, <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, that's, that's, I think, I guess I, I was sorry, watching it. That kid got a standing <laughs> ovation for me, dude. I was like. Right on, yeah. dude. I, no, I just, I just think, uh, like I said, there's room for, and Star Wars is room for everything, and this is just one more avenue. Um, but you know, I, it is true. They're, I don't know what the kids are playing for either. They're just doing this adventure, like, like you said, in Double Dare, there was cash prizes, there was prizes that they were doing. I, I, they're not get, they're not winning anything in this one. It's just like a no. I mean, uh, but challenge it's just, it's for the just, sake of challenge. It's not just, it's not just this show. It's like there's another show that Desri watches. Where the kids are like, they're, it's like with that guy, the chef. What's his name? That one chef that he's a Ramsey. He's a he, he's a jerk. Yeah, him. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. There's some kind of it's some kind of cooking show where where they they have like cookoffs. Oh, right. But right. they're all kids. Even that oh. show, it's like it just seems like the kids are like reading off a script. Yeah. It's overproduced. They're not talking yeah, normally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the same thing with the Star Wars show. The kids don't seem like they're just they're they're being their normal selves. It seems like they're. They're, they're but you know what, Joey? If, if they're overacting, if uh, Disneyland put that feature in it, I'm I'm joining. I'm gonna be in it. We, yes, if I was would, that Marco. age, I'd be all. I'm over doing it. it now. Face, I'll face plant into a rock at 44. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hilarious, but it's so worth it. You can pick on him as much as you want, but you know you see your remote control over in the corner, and you put your hand out. You're waiting for that remote control to fly into your hand. Oh, all the time. Every time. <laughs> all the time. Every time. Um, I, I do it every time I walk into a store. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, with the door. <laughs> um, yep. I think I think we're I think we're winding down here. Um, Eric, thank you so much, man, for coming oh, on yes. and staying up thank with you. us. Um, geeking out. We love talking. I Anytime. think I could probably. I could do another hour and a half talking about the process because we didn't really get into like the actual process of the stuff that you do and stuff, but it's oh, so, yeah. it's very interesting, man. Um, but again, well, thank that gives you. another opportunity to join the show. Oh yeah, God. Yeah. Like, I'll jump back on and, awesome. and talk about the process and some of that stuff. Cause it, it is, 
you know, every, every brand was very, was there were similarities between every brand yeah. that I worked on, whether it was, you know, GI Joe was internal, but I worked on Marvel and I worked on star Wars right. and nowadays you know, working on Phantom and Lucha and, you know, Flash Gordon and all that stuff. Like it's, it's all, there are similarities, but they're also very different. Like right. every company is very different to work right. with. So it is, it is kind of, it, it is a fun thing to talk about and, for people to know about you get to and you get to make toys for a living now, man yeah <laughs> yeah and you and you get to call the shots which yeah, is, yeah it's it's nice it's awesome um, and, yeah and with uh you know with hacks uh with vitruvian hacks especially it's um we get to create the characters and make up the designs and everything from scratch and and it was yeah. when we first started doing it it was a, it was a huge jump because i'd spent so many years working on uh, Star Wars, where every most everything is designed for you. Like you, you know, you know, right. Han Solo's jacket has five buttons. It had the figure has five buttons. Like right. that's the rule, you know. And um, but like when it came to hacks, it was like when we when we first started it, we were all kind of going through this like uh, lear- new learning curve of relearning how to like design from scratch. Sure. Sure. And go from, you know, take in all this, re- all this reference and all this, uh, you know, visual information and then like put it back on the page as something new and unique. And, um, that I love working on hacks because of that, because we, awesome. it's our story, it's our characters, it's our, our thing, even though it bounces around in history and some of it is very like tied into history. Well, but the like, Medusa um, character alone, the Medusa figure is gorgeous, and I want to buy several of them just so I can make a Globulus, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of Globulus floating around lately, <laughs> yeah. actually. I'm just, um, I, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the other thing about hacks that's so much fun is always that uh, we dig into history a little bit and, and start to find all these Good. things that we didn't know. And um, like when we were working on the, the first series, the, which is all Greek mythology, we... Uh, I didn't know that Medusa had sisters in Greek mythology. Oh. I, I only knew about Medusa. Right. I didn't yeah. know about Steno and I didn't know about uh, Euralee. So learning about them just opened up this whole new thing for Isn't us. Isn't that awesome? To That's play awesome. With. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. Oh, hell and, yeah. You know, coming up, we're, you know, bouncing, we're going to bounce into the 60s soon with our science fiction series, and that'll be fun. And then we'll bounce back to the, 1700s for our pirate series and so that's the you know vitruvian hacks kind of skips around in time and that each time we kind of dig into that time period for both design aesthetic and for story and that that's that's a lot of fun because um i have a florida education which isn't very good so (laughs) it's very (laughs) good um awesome i put your link in the description for the okay. your your website um do you have an instagram or anything else that people can follow you yeah, on we're, we're boss fight studio on uh instagram and facebook and twitter okay um i'm just eric arana on uh facebook and twitter i'm not on i'm not personally on instagram okay um and you know bossfightshop.com is our store yep bossfightstudio.com is our website which we're yes currently in the uh, slow process of uh, revamping but it is up and running it's just uh we keep tweaking it so awesome and uh, everything is open right you're you're you guys are producing figures and sending oh, them out no. we um we, we lost a few months time with the virus uh yes. because uh <laughs> actually 
our, our crew, we, we were very concerned about. We're, we're actually very close with our, our factory owner in China. Um, he, he's kind of become a, a, not just a partner, but a little bit more than that. We, he's a great guy. And um, we, we actually you know the, the factory workers and everything like when we uh they're all very friendly and it, it, no one's being mistreated or anything like that mm. it's a fantastic factory and um it's a small factory it's not huge but um a bunch of the uh employees when chinese new year came around they went home uh like they always do right and then got locked down at home right. yeah for yep. months and <clears throat> come back the factory did we did lose a couple months time in our production schedule for the year yeah um but our factory also because they were one of the first towns to break to to get locked down they also were one of the first time towns to unlock so our factory actually got up and moving before a lot of other ones so that right. was fantastic cool yeah. <laughs> but at the same time you know we did lose time but yeah like for instance, like the the lucha figures and a lot of the hero hacks, like Flash Gordon and Zoro and stuff like that, they were supposed to hopefully start shipping by the end of summer. But now it looks like it'll be the end of fall instead. Okay, which is is kind of a bummer. But it it is still we're you know we're working hard to get things back on track. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, as as everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. and we are you know our warehouse is shipping. We, you know, we, like I said, uh, we don't all, everybody doesn't go in on the same day, but we all kind of have days that we are, cool. we go in and, and work on. So cool. Well, I'm, I'm happy that I'm happy that you're happy and you found something that you're that good at <laughs> and that you like yeah. to do. I'm self-employed myself. So I understand it. I understand the mentality of being your own boss and having your say on your terms. It's so important. You know, it really is. You know, so we have margarita lunches when we need to. Exactly. And yes, there we, we can make that choice. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, I think um, I think we're ready to get out of here again. Eric, thank you so much. I put your yes. um, your description or uh, the links in there. And um, of course, we'll be we'll be in touch, man. We'll, we'll this is this Absolutely. was so much fun. And uh, yeah, again, yeah, we haven't touched the surface, I believe, on, <laughs> on some of the stuff that we want to talk about. So um, with that, Scott, go ahead and yes. tell us where we could find you. Uh, you can find me right here every other Wednesday. And you can find me occasionally on Nerd Tunes, where uh, my buddy Kevin and I talk about music. And we're going to do a uh, rock and roll A to Z, where we each pick an artist. You know, I'll, I'll handle A, Kevin will do B, and it's the name of the artist. And it's going to be a two or three episode series where we just go, go A to Z on some of our favorite music. So, okay. Yeah, on the C, you fun. cannot pick the cure, pick something I, else. I I something have already picked something else. else. Scott. I've I've also, I've also already picked something other than Depeche Mode. So it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Okay. okay? All right. I got block of seagulls. <laughs> I've got fifteen thousand songs in my music playlist. So yeah, I've got it covered. I'm good. All right. Cool. For the love of God, pick something else besides the Cure. You got it. I'm you kidding. But, Guess what you're listening to when you come over on Saturday. Hey, I'm with it, dude. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a goth head uh, undercover. What in the closet goth? Sure. I'm good. Boys don't cry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, where can we find you, man? 
you can find me on IG at uh, bootlegjoe underscore 760. You can find me here at the Sarlacc Digest every uh, other Wednesday with my friend Scott. Hi. And my brother-in-law, Mike. And my love, Marco. Hi. <laughs> Another closet thing we'll talk Chris, about later. And my other pal, Ernie. And my new pal, uh, Eric. Nice. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, I'm just happy to be a part of this group, and awesome. I found another wrestling buddy. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you did. I need exactly. to get a wrestling podcast. I'm serious. You do. You really do. I seriously need to get a wrestling podcast. It's just I don't got the time. I can show you how to do the podcast if you want. I mean, it's just... <laughs> you're gonna. You might want to get with Eric later. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. I really need to get a wrestling podcast. <laughs> Mike, so, where can we yeah. keep up with you, man? Most Wednesdays here. Most Wednesdays, depending on work. Yeah. Wednesday with a question mark. Wednesday? Most Wednesdays. (laughs) Very cool. I'm glad that you're here, dude, honestly. So appreciate. Um so (laughs) again, um Ernie that is not here with us, you could catch him at the Toy Migos. Um also on here. And hopefully the podcasting dead, when it does come back out, him and I maybe will get back into the Walking Dead series and you can find that on the RLU. Um also speaking of the RLU. Uh, there was the Jeopardy game show that we all had plugged the last show that we were in that we were part of, and Scott was the winner. He did get into the finals. Uh, they recorded those finals yesterday, and yes, so we I'm not going to spoil anything. And so if anybody's interested in keeping up with that, go to the RLU. That's rawlifepod.com. Go check that out. See what happened in the finals. See if Scott represented us okay. Blood was spilled. Um, he's here now, but, like, again, if he didn't win, then I then we might not see him here next uh Next Wednesday or every other Wednesday. So I'm just kidding, Scott. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're interested, go check out that also. Uh, Chris, who's not here with us also, um, you could check him out when he does the hot topic. Uh, there was some topics today or that came out this week that for book. Right. Uh, why is uh, the new certain point of view with the Empire edition that we'll get into probably more when, uh, when more details come out. So when Chris is here, he has a book review of the Queen's Peril. Plus, we'll get into the Certain Point of View Empire Edition and working on another very special guest. So stay tuned on that. Um, everybody in the chat that's joined us, thank you so much. Um, this was this was awesome. We needed this. This is a long two weeks since the last one we did. Um, also, follow Dominic Pace as he starts to tour the world. He is the gecko on the Bounty Hunter in the series yes. of Mandalorian. We got to hang out with him all day on Saturday up here at our local comic book store, Line Breakers and Gaming Store. So he uh, was awesome. He has a lot of merchandise. It was a great day. We all needed it. But he is uh, beginning his countrywide tour beginning the end of this month. Uh, Him and his son are going to every, or not every, just a select. You go to, uh, I think it's Layer the Gecko on Facebook, everything, and follow the tour that he's going on that he's uh, supporting small businesses. businesses. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, it's just crazy yeah. that you can actually sit there and chill with someone who is actually on Star yeah. Wars <laughs> and exactly. talk to them like the way we're talking right now. Exactly. That's what's yeah. crazy do, about do, it. Do any of you guys listen to um, uh, Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach Braff and Donald Faison from no. Scrubs? Uh-uh. No, but I, I saw I only, They did a plug on, on a show um, that I listened to, and um, I was actually interested in, um, um, in, in listening to that, I, and it's, uh, it's funny that you said that now. It's, it's hilarious, and it's an amazing yeah. I, I'm a huge, huge Scrubs fan. Sure, like, yeah. I, I love it. So I was, and Donald Faison, of course, is in um, 
resistance. Not resistance, yes. Yeah. I, I was going to say Renegades, and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's in Resistance, um, but he's a huge Star Wars fan, and he continues to go off on tangents about Star Wars all the time. Awesome. Not just what he's in, but other Star Wars stuff, and it's fantastic to listen okay. to. Okay. Uh, all right. Just as a, a little connection there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's just like us in our everyday life. Star Wars always comes into some sort of conversation and yeah. it takes over. I don't, I don't care where I'm at. Grocery store here. You know, it's just like somehow we we live it. Can't help we it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of us. Um, I, I can't stop saying thank you again, Eric. Um, uh, yes, thank so, you, yeah, Eric. everybody yes, follow Eric and Boss Fight Studios and uh, go check out his work, the, the work they all do. Absolutely. Go check out all the lines they all do. I was staring at that skeleton, um, two of the ones that was on your site for this whole time, because I'm a huge horror fan, even though that is like mythos stuff. I still love like that kind of like like you said, like the Greek gods, uh, uh, you know, Dude, the Medusa very, figure is amazing. Yeah. yeah. We definitely have some horror. I'm I'm a huge horror fan from yeah. you know way back. Yeah. I, uh, so I there's definitely some influence horror influence in my designs in awesome. general on on Vitruvian hacks. Yes. So. Yes. yes. I, I I um you you've you've made fans out of us. Uh, trust me. No. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. so we'll continue to support and uh, follow Welcome along what your guys are doing, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, and anytime you guys want me back, I'm happy to jump on and, and do this. So yes, appreciate you. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. You know what we didn't do, Scott? <laughs> we didn't that? do the giveaways. <laughs> we oh didn't my do God. Our, That's right. We didn't do our two giveaways. We didn't. <laughs> How do we want to do this? Um, I think we're gonna. I think what I'll do is move it to IG, and we'll just uh, do it that way. We have yeah. Dominic Pace signed some autographs for us uh, to give away to our listeners. We have two of them to give away but we're going to move it to ig probably later tomorrow um i've got a couple ideas on how to give away those signed uh dominic pace photographs so he was kind enough to donate those to us and um (laughs) yeah we they're they're amazing and you know the gecko it's the side it's those side characters that make star wars so special i'm telling you absolutely i was still busting up hey i was still busting up when he showed us that clip about oh uh, yeah, Carter, yeah, talking about uh, Calamari flying. You see his head go. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he and I didn't I didn't really believe him, but until he showed us on his on his phone, you right. see his little head pop up. Yeah. I was dying. <laughs> That's I awesome. was still laughing later on that night about that. <laughs> he's a good guy. I'm I'm glad he's yeah. out there. Make with the with the closure of all these conventions, he he can't make money the way yeah. an actor normally would. So I'm glad he's out there doing. Especially this. now that celebration is sealed, you know that was one of probably yeah. like the big thing because he was part of a big group going in. There's like Star Wars fan, oh, Star Wars actors and actresses always do right. So. Um, he needs this tour more than anything. So yeah, we're gl- we're glad and proud to support him and stuff he does. And yeah, we'll we'll get those um we'll get those uh, a competition. At, you know, real real easy. We'll make it easy. Uh, I was also thinking of doing maybe a side something maybe next Wednesday. Actually having a trivia contest, a live Ooh. trivia contest as as a chat Can I room. play? Um, well, no. <laughs> <I guess not. laughs> so. Um, but we'll, we'll make it, we'll make it worthwhile. Trust me. Um, so right. with that, everybody, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for your time, Eric. You need sleep. Yes, but, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry we kept you up so late. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. 
Next time I'm on, I'll tell you my uh, four llama in Mexico story. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Okay. This with a hook. All right. All right. <laughs> awesome. Um, everybody right. have a good night. And, yeah, yes. we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Keep it nerdy, everybody. Be with you.